I'm, I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that. Uh, Away, 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 over, away, away, out. Away, 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 over, away, away, out. Away, 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 over, away, away, out. Finding a way, away, away, over. I am a social scientist gathering information. Observing different cultures in the various different nations Training incognito as a Rastafari artist Investigating revolution If anyone willing to start it Marketing the mission as a spiritual experience And using the opportunity to do some major reconnaissance To find out how my people living on this black continent So we can determine a plan of resistance And mount an effective defense as a way Away, 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 over Away, away, Teachers and creators Impressing on them the urgency Even helping to process the papers Sake of common ancestral influence We're sure to find a few Who not just ready to take instruction But already know what to do Those who've been reading and preparing Burning passionately from time Awaiting honest engagement of the spirit and the mind And all the time is right upon us Sisters, brothers, ready your station For the victory is imminent Once we commence these activations To find it there is a will in I that will not be silenced Born of the first race, now of the new race mm -hmm. We who have emerged out of the history of violence Against us, now we fully cognizant about the blessings and we find in a way Away, 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 over, away, away, out Away, 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 over Away, away, out Away, 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 over Away, away, out Finding a way, away, away, over The way always, the way out's the way in Seek knowledge and look within All of the things that we've been mistaught But still we're learning I'm so bored to see you distraught It's really hurting the world is colder than I ever thought But still we're burning The soldier can't mistake or for sport And that's for certain The person, the individual or the collective All of these things and so much more What's your perspective? Neglected histories remain hidden And that's on purpose But all we got to do is some digging And they resurface We're often so focused on how things have become We forget how many victories that we have won A debt that's ancestral I bet a man bet you that the best you can get you Is still lesser than Special with the way out, the way within We cannot face everything before we can't even begin We must look within For our way 
Knock, knock as I enter. Rendering you speeches when my speech reaches the center. Feeding your cerebral what my lexicon's placenta. Activate electrons with inflections in my sentence. I'm an anomaly. Commonly mistaken by aesthetics to be human. But I'm rumored to be alien. My genetics and improvement on the gene pool. I'll lead you like Harriet into freedom. From hell into Eden. Reprieve from the, the demons. demons. Pentagrams and coke lines. A dope rhyme from broke minds. You liquor for science and drop peers and quote mine. My, my liquid swords cut deep like the ocean floor. Exposing underbellies. I'm exactly what you're hoping for. Open core, I vibrated 528 Bars of pure love with a snare line in 808 Hate to leave you hanging on a 16 with no hook Sometimes the best lines are left to expire in the notebook Demon, Joyful exaltations and greetings to those that liberate themselves. Welcome, beautiful loves, to Awake and Aware. I am the MC, Mistress of Ceremony, Mariama Tanay. Blessings, greetings, and love to all within the listening ear. Tonight's theme is techno-totalitarianism. Techno-totalitarianism. We're going to start off in the praise up as there is nothing new under the sun that the Most High has not already revealed, starting off in Revelation 18.23. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee. And the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants 
were the great men of the earth. For by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. Acts 5.29 Then Peter and the other disciples answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. Daniel 2.17-23 Then Daniel went to his house and made the thing known to Hanani, Mishael, Azariah, his companions, that they would desire mercies of the God of heaven concerning this secret, that Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. For wisdom and might are his, and he changeth the times and the seasons. He removeth kings and setteth up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. He revealed the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with him. I thank thee and praise thee, O thou God of my fathers, who hast given me wisdom and might, and hast made known unto me now what we desire of thee, for thou hast now made known unto us the king's matter. Isaiah 10.1-10.4 Woe unto them that decree unrighteous decrees, and that write grievousness which they have prescribed, to turn aside the needy from judgment, and to take away the right from the poor of my people, that widows may be their prey and that they may rob the fatherless. And what will ye do in the day of visitation and in the desolation which shall come from afar? To whom will ye flee for help? And where will ye leave your glory? Without me, they shall bow down under the prisoners, and they shall fall under the slain. For all this, his anger is not turned away but his hand is stretched out still. And Isaiah chapter 14, For the Lord will have mercy on Jacob, and will yet choose Israel, and set them in their own land. And the strangers shall be joined with them, and they shall cleave to the house of Jacob, and the people shall take them, and bring them to their place. And the house of Israel shall possess them in the land of the Lord, for servants and handmaids, and they shall take them captives, who captives were, and they shall rule over their oppressors. And it shall come to pass, in the day that the Lord shall give thee rest from thy sorrow, and from thy fear, and from the hard bondage wherein thou was made to serve, that thou shalt take up this proverb against the king of Babylon, and say, How hath the oppressor ceased, the golden city ceased? The Lord hath broken the staff of the wicked and the scepter of the rulers. He who smote the people in wrath 
with a continual stroke. He that ruled the nations in anger is persecuted and not hindereth. The whole earth is at rest and is quiet, and they break forth into singing. Yeah, the fir trees rejoice at thee, and the cedars of Lebanon, saying, Since thou art laid down, no fella is come up against us. Hell from beneath is moved for thee to meet thee at thy coming. It stirreth up the dead for thee, even all the chief ones of the earth. It hath raised up from their thrones all the kings of the nations. All they shall speak and say unto thee, Art thou also become weak as we? Art thou become like unto us? Thy pomp is brought down to the grave, and the noise of thy voils, the worm is spread under thee, and the worms cover thee. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend unto heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake kingdoms, that made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof, that opened not the house of his prisoners? All the kings of the nations, even all of them, lie in glory. Everyone in his own house, but thou art cast out of thy grave like an abominable branch, and as the remnant of those that are slain, thrust through with a sword that go down to the stones of the pit as a carcass trodden under feet. Thou shalt not be joined with them in burial, because thou hast destroyed thy land and slain thy people. The seed of evildoers shall never be renowned. Prepare slaughter for his children for the iniquity of their fathers, that they do not rise, nor possess the land, nor fill the face of the world with cities. For I will rise up against them, saith the Lord of hosts, and cut off from Babylon the name and remnant and son and nephew, saith the Lord. I will also make it a possession for the bittern and pools of water, and I will sweep it with the besom of destruction, saith the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely as I have thought, so shall it come to pass. And as I have purposed, so shall it stand. We're going to take a music moment and come back with tonight's theme, techno-totalitarianism.
blessings, and grace.
We need you right now. There's no one else to turn to but you, yeah. You're the only answer to the situation. Can't you see that he, he, he 
Blessings and grace, and welcome to tonight's theme, techno-totalitarianism. Let's break this down. So techno is technical or technological. Totalitarianism is a centralized control by an autocratic authority. The political concept that the citizen should be totally subject to an absolute state authority. Totalitarian, it means of or relating to centralized control by an autocratic leader or hierarchy, authoritarian, dictatorial, especially despotic, of or relating to a political regime based on subordination of the individual to the state and strict control of all aspects of the life and productive capacity of the nation, especially by coercive measures such as censorship and terrorism, completely regulated by the state, especially as an aid to national mobilization in an emergency, exercising autocratic powers, technocracy, government by technicians, government by technicians, Specifically, management of society by technical experts. Technocracy. This musing came about by an article I read um, a while ago by Forbes. It's on Forbes.com. It's called The Rise of Totalitarian Technology. It was published March the 6th, 2019. The part that I found interesting that I want to share states, in the United States, total tech can be sorted into three different categories or spheres of life, consumer services, the workplace, and government and politics. Total tech is pervasive in the increasingly data-driven world of retail. Many shopping apps tap into your phone's GPS to access your location allowing retailers to send you advertisements at the moment you're walking past their storefront. Personalized pricing enables retailers to charge you the exact amount that you would be willing to pay for a given product. Your personal data isn't safe at home either. Digital assistants like Amazon Alexa store your query history, meaning they know everything from your unique shopping history to your travel patterns to your music preferences. Employers are also using tech to track and monitor their workers. A growing number of companies use biometric time cards that scan an employee's fingerprint, handshape, retina, or iris. UPS outfits its trucks with sensors that track the opening and closing of doors, the engine of the vehicle, and the clicking of seatbelts. Amazon is patenting an electronic wristband that would be used to track hand movements, making sure, for instance, that a warehouse worker stays busy moving boxes. Global freelancing platform Upwork runs a digital work diary program that counts keystrokes and takes screenshots of workers' monitors. Uptake of total tech has been particularly striking in government and politics. 
the New Orleans Police Department runs a predictive policing program that uses big data to compile a heat list of potential criminal offenders. The TSA operates its own total tech program called Quiet Skies, which monitors and flags travelers based on suspicious behavior patterns. Travelers can land themselves on the Quiet Skies list by changing their clothes in the restroom, being the last person to board their flight, or even inspecting their reflection in a terminal window. More nefariously, software developed at Stanford University enables anyone to manipulate video footage in real time. Now anyone with a grudge could alter the facial expressions of a prominent politician making a speech and then dub in new audio that completely changes the speech's contents. Abroad, China is the poster child for extreme total tech programs. By 2020, China's social credit system will monitor the behavior of each and every citizen, keeping tabs on everything from speeding tickets to social media posts critical of the state. Everyone will then be assigned their own unique sincerity score. Sincerity score. A high score will be a requirement for anyone hoping to get the best housing, install the fastest internet speeds, put their children in the most prestigious schools, and land the most lucrative jobs. Moving forward to technocracy.news, World Economic Forum's Techno-Totalitarian Roadmap. On June 13, 2019, Klaus Schwab, President of the World Economic Forum, WEF, and UN Secretary General, Antonio Guterres, signed a partnership between their two organizations. This was done without any direct media attention, despite the tremendous implications this poses to humanity. By and large, this means that the power over our lives with the stroke of a pen has been transferred to the big global corporations and their owners. The agreement includes six focus areas, funding for the United Nations Agenda 2030, climate change, health, digital collaboration, gender equality and women's liberation, education and skills development. The aim of the partnership is to accelerate the United Nations Sustainability Agenda and the 17 Global Targets. Meeting the Sustainable Development Goals is essential for the future of humanity. The World Economic Forum is committed to supporting this effort and working with the United Nations to build a more prosperous and equitable future. This agreement also states that the WEF's fourth industrial resolution is an important component in implementing the agenda. Digitization is seen as the key. A few months later, during the meeting at Davos in January 2020, this was made very clear by the launch of the Unlocking Technology for the Global Goals report compiled by PwC. This means that the world's tech giants, which are part of the WEF working groups, will solve the world's problems 
through the use of AI, satellites, robotics, drones, and the Internet of Things, with the synthetic food on the menu. As early as 2006, the WEF's first report on global risk had discussed the measures to be taken in the event of a pandemic. Some of the recommendations were tested in the context of swine flu in 2009. After that, the working groups continued to sow their network. In 2010, the Rockefeller Foundation published Scenarios for the Future of Technology and International Development, which described the scenario of a future shutdown almost prophetically. At first, the notion of a more controlled world gained wide acceptance and approval. Citizens willingly gave up some of their sovereignty and their privacy to more paternalistic states in exchange for greater safety and stability. Citizens were more tolerant and even eager for top-down direction and oversight, and national leaders had more latitude to impose orders in the ways they saw fit. A year before the virus began to hit the world, the WEF released the report Outbreak Readiness and Business Impact Protecting Lives and Livelihoods Across the Global Economy. The great preparations were getting ready. In October 2019, a dress rehearsal was performed through the Event 201 exercise, which involved stakeholders such as the WEF, Belinda and Melinda Gates Foundation, and John Hopkins University. A few months of extreme measures in which communities were shut down and authoritarian control rules were introduced simultaneously around the world. Klaus Schwab and Antonio Guterres, along with Prince Charles, among others, on June 3rd, forward and offered a solution to all problems, the Great Reset. Schwab declared, the COVID-19 crisis has shown us that our old systems are not adapted for the 21st century. It has exposed a fundamental lack of social cohesion, justice, inclusion, and equality. Now the historic moment has arrived, not only to fight the real virus, but also to reshape the system according to the needs of Corona's legacy. We have a choice to remain passive, which would reinforce many of the trends we see today, polarization, nationalism, racism, and ultimately increasing social unrest with conflict. But we have a different choice. We can build a new social contract, which specifically integrates the next generation. We can change our behaviors to be in harmony with nature again, and we can ensure that the technology of the fourth industrial revolution is best utilized to give us better lives. On July 9, 2020, the WEF released the book COVID-19, The Great Reset, in which the thoughts were developed by Schwab and co-author Thierry Malaret, director of the WEF's Global Risk Network. The purpose of the book was to create an understanding of the future ahead and is divided into three main chapters. Micro-reset, which analyzes the impact on the economy, society, geopolitics, environment, and technology. Micro-reset, which analyzes consequences for industries and businesses. 
an individual reset, which discusses consequences on an individual level. According to the authors, we are faced with a choice. One way will take us to a better world, more inclusive, more equal, and more respectful to Mother Earth. The second way is to take us to a world reminiscent of the one we have left, but worse, and with ever-reoccurring unpleasant surprises. They thus threaten to harass us until we give way and accept their techno-utopian vision for the world. The macro reset includes a geopolitical reset. COVID-19 has reminded the world that the main problems are global in nature. Climate, pandemics, terrorism, international trade. However, global organizations have not been sufficiently equipped and lacked effective leadership. According to the authors, the current system has not been able to deal with the corona crisis, but it has instead been characterized by uncoordinated national measures. According to the authors, this demonstrates the need for more effective and coordinated leadership and that nationalism only leads us wrong. Therefore, the concern is that without appropriate global governance, without appropriate global governance, we will become paralyzed in our attempts to address and respond to global challenges. It includes an environmental reset. According to the authors, both pandemics and climate change ecosystem collapse show the complex interplay between man and nature. They argue that COVID-19 has given the world a taste of what a full-fledged climate crisis and ecosystem collapse might mean for the economy, geopolitics, social issues, and technological development. The crises are also common attributes, such as that that they are global in their scope and can only be resolved through global coordination. At first glance, the pandemic and the environment seem to be only distant related cousins, but they are much closer and more intertwined than we think, it states. They also mention a technological reset. According to the authors, the corona crisis has meant that digital development in a month has taken a step that would otherwise take up to two years. Everything has been largely moved online. It is the technology companies that are the winners and their merits during the crisis have been massive, while all business ideas based on face-to-face meetings, such as the cultural sector and restaurants, are the losers. This is something that, according to Schwab and Malloret, will largely remain. The corona crisis has caused a lasting impact on work, education, commerce, medicine, and entertainment. In addition, it has caused a major intrusion into our privacy. The pandemic will accelerate innovation even more, catalyzing technological changes already underway and turbocharging any digital business or the digital dimension of any business. We will see how contact tracing has an unequaled capacity and a quasi-essential place in the armory needed to combat COVID-19, while at the same time being positioned to become an enabler of mass 
surveillance. This has also led governments around the world to abandon the process of lengthy investigations to regulate new technology. Instead, all inhibitions have been released. Temporary regulations that have been put in place during the crisis may, according to the authors, also continue. It is also about social distance. Societies will put emphasis on restructuring workplaces to minimize human contact for employees in the hotel, restaurant, and education sector. The future thus looks dark. The authors foresee a massive automation to manage hygiene and cleanliness, which in turn will accelerate the digital transformation. Domestic production is, however, projected to increase due to robotization. From the onset of the lockdowns, it became apparent that robots and AI were a natural alternative when human labor was not available. But it comes at a price. It makes people redundant, and it's clear that it is simpler jobs that are at risk. It all gives a chilly and deep anti-human taste, but it's getting worse. According to the authors, the closures have a high economic price that makes other methods necessary. This opens up permanent technological solutions, such as contact tracking, where all our movements can be tracked, tracking and analyzed, tracing, in order to be able to quarantine infected people. A tracking app gains insight in real time by, for example, determines a person's current location through geodata via GPS coordinates or radio signals. And the micro reset, we just spoke about the macro. This is the micro reset. Now for entrepreneurs, according to the authors, there is now no return to the system that existed before. COVID-19 has changed everything. When confronted with it, some industry leaders and senior executives may be tempted to equate reset with restart, hope to get back to the old normal, and restore what worked in the past, traditions, tested procedures, and familiar ways of doing things, in short, a return to business as usual. This won't happen because it can't happen. For the most part, business as usual died from, or at least it was infected by, COVID-19. What now, according to Schwab and Malaret, applies is teleworking, virtual meetings, more efficient decision-making processes, acceleration of digitization and digital solutions. Companies that do not follow the tyrant's recommendations for a total digital transformation will find it difficult to survive. The winners are major e-commerce companies and streaming services such as Alibaba, Amazon, Netflix, and Zoom. For example, Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos' already astronomical wealth is said to have increased by 60%. 60% during the crisis. The trade has in short time been taken over by a few monopolistic parasites. The same goes for video conferencing company Zoom. Their rise in spring 2020 is exceptional. Pretty much everything is predicted to move to the cybersphere. In 2019, 1% of online consultations with doctors took place in England. During the corona crisis, 
it's been at 100%. E-commerce is also expected to grow as customers are forced online. It's big tech and the health industry that are victorious. Three industries in particular will flourish in aggregate in the post-pandemic era, big tech, health, and wellness. In the post-corona era, governments are also expected to have greater control over entrepreneurship. The stimulus packages comes with conditions for the conduct of the business. What, according to the authors, will be stakeholder capitalism with environmental, social, and corporate governance, ESG, environmental, social, and corporate governance, along with stakeholder capitalism. This means that companies should take their social responsibility and invest sustainably through activism from NGOs like Greenpeace. Companies are under pressure to make the right choice. This is strongly reminiscent of Pieter Winsome's sustainability formula for large companies described in his book, A Thousand Shades of Green, Sustainable Strategies for Competitive Advantage, and the Trilateral Commission's report, Beyond Interdependence. Individual Reset is the last chapter. The authors examine the individual consequences of the pandemic. They write that unlike other disasters, such as earthquakes and floods, which bring sympathy and bring people closer together, the pandemic has had the opposite effect. It has been devastating for us humans. The pandemic is a protracted process that combines a strong fear of dying with uncertainty about when the danger is over. The pandemic can keep coming back. It also has been accompanied by authoritarian and erratic measures by authorities. This results in anxiety. The pandemic also gives rise to selfish acts because everyone around is perceived as a potential carrier. We're not helping others because of the fear of death. It also creates guilt and shame. It is impossible to act right. This is also evident in the macro scale through countries that closed their borders and severely restricted travel. These measures have also given rise to racism and trigger patriotism and nationalism. The authors see this as a toxic mixture. Humans are inherently social beings. Companionship and social interactions are a vital component of our humaneness. If deprived of them, we find our lives upside down. Social relations are to a significant extent obliterated by confinement measures and physical and social distancing. And in the case of the COVID-19 lockdowns, this occurred at a time of heightened anxiety when we needed them the most. The chapter on entrepreneurship presents how future care will take shape. Like for any other industry, digital will play a significant role in shaping the future of wellness. The combination of AI, the IoT, the Internet of Things, and sensors and wearable technology will produce new insights into personal well-being. They will monitor how we are and feel and will progressively blur the boundaries between public health care systems and personalized health creation systems. According to the authors, 
The pandemic has also given us time to reflect on what we value in life. The time in isolation provides insight into our previously unsustainable lifestyle as neglected climate and environment. According to Schwab, this can now be corrected. The pandemic gives us the chance it represents a rare but narrow window of opportunity to reflect, reimagine, and reset our world. Current examples of the reset are being made through the intended operation of using the Internet HiveNet for global surveillance, data collection, mind mapping, economic restructuring, and facial recognition systems that are designed to be fully functional with the complex infrastructure build-out of the Internet of Things and smart cities by 2030. Beautiful loves, awake and aware ones, when you see the wind changing, adjust your sails. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the go and know. Blessings and grace. Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be 
come before you humble. Please hear me as I pray. computer but don't let the computer get on you it's cool it's cool to use the computer don't let the computer use you you all saw the matrix there is a war going on the battlefields in the mind and the prize is the soul so let's be careful very good. Thank you. Welcome to your higher consciousness. You have now ascended to your divine path. Feels good, right? Back to originality. Now, I and I see that it's different up here. Inhale. Exhale as never-ending electromagnetic energy direct from the source, you now must decide what your role in the community is. You can join us, or you can allow the parasites inside of you to decompose your vessel. What's the matter? It's fair exchange. Babylon will devour all it can before itself destroy. And I feel like I gotta get away. Get away, get away, and I know that I don't and I won't ever. Take 
me to the moon All my enemies face they doom Fuck you too If you try to penetrate my crew Shout out V-Trails and Rap School Fuck around, fuck, fuck around Fuck, fuck around, get smoke If you mess with me, you mess with God I mean the end, I quote G-A in y'all, man I only feel jive Made in her image, so I'm a Lene for that ride. Now clap, clap, clap for original man. My God is black, black, black Aboriginal man. Now bounce something, bounce something. You say you will bounce something, bounce something, bounce something. You say you will bounce something, bounce something, bounce something. You say you will bounce something. Trying to put me down, but I don't see any crown. And anger cannot hurt me, cause that shit is within. So sit back and relax while I'm You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. You gotta check yourself before you wreck yourself. You better check, check, check. yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah, yeah. You better protect yourself. Uh. Recognize, don't be reckless Medusa, medulla I maneuver, leave you headless And I be laying hexes and shit you wasn't expecting Slipping to your thoughts, know your heart, know your essence uh, A nigga mind done lie, time top Ticket tripping, what's the time zone? I system go, ship ascending We just mobbing mango foes Angels pose for the picture We divine by design, read the line in the scripture Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. You gotta check yourself before you wreck yourself. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. You gotta check yourself before you wreck yourself. Better protect yourself. Six senses, seven firmaments of heaven to hell Eight million stories to tell Nine planets faithfully keep an orbit with the probable tenth The universe expands length The body of my tax possess extra shift Power lift the powerless up out of this towering inferno My ink so hot it burned through the journal I'm black at midnight on Broadway and Myrtle Hip-hop passed all your tall social hurdles Like the nationwide project prison industry complex Working class poor better keep your alarm set Streets too loud to ever hear freedom ring Say evacuate your sleep It's dangerous to dream But your chain cats get they chip You dead now Killing fields need blood to graze the cash cow It's a numbers game but shit don't add up somehow Like I got 16 to 32 bars to rock it But only 15% of profits Ever seen my pockets like 69 billion in the last 20 years Spent on national defense But folks still live in fear like Nearly half of America's largest 
cities is one quarter black That's why they gave Ricky Ross all the crap 16 ounces to a pound, 20 more to a key A five minute sentence hearing and you're no longer free 40% of Americans own a cell phone So they can hear everything that you say when you ain't home I guess Michael Jackson was right, you were not alone Rock your hard hat black as you in the Pterodome Full of hard niggas, large niggas, dice tumblers Young teens in prison greens facing life numbers Crack mothers, crack babies, and AIDS patients Young bloods can't spell but they can rock you at Playstation This new map is whipping motherfuckers ass You wanna know how to Rhyme, you better learn how to add it. Mathematics, mathematics.
Blessings and grace, and welcome to The Go and Know, your news infused with consciousness. Starting off with the DailyBeast.com, ICE officials tortured African immigrants in Mississippi to sign their own deportation orders, report says. United States immigration officers have been accused of choking and beating asylum seekers from Cameroon to get them to sign their own deportation orders in an attempt to clear out a detention center in Mississippi ahead of the November 3rd presidential election, The Guardian reports. Lawyers and activists working with the immigrants say many refused to sign out of fear they would face death at the hands of the notorious Cameroonian government, which has been credibly accused of widespread civilian killings. The Guardian reports that according to many accounts, the detainees were threatened, choked, beaten, pepper sprayed, and threatened with more violence to make them sign. Many were forced into handcuffs and made to use their fingerprints in lieu of their signatures on deportation documents. The abuse we are witnessing, especially right now, against black immigrants isn't new, but it is escalating. Christina Falaho, executive director for an advocacy group, Freedom for Immigrants, told The Guardian, The reality is that ICE operates in the shadows. They thrive in secrecy. We know that the United States government is deporting key witnesses in an effort to silence survivors and absolve ICE of legal liability. Moving forward to Complex.com, cops took black two-year-old from mother's car, and later claimed he was lost. Philadelphia police allegedly took a two-year-old child from his mother's SUV after breaking all the windows and injuring the mother while arresting her. The nation's largest police union, the Fraternal Order of Police, later shared a photo of the child on Facebook and Twitter, claiming that they found a lost child. Amid the city's protest, the Washington Post reports, in the image, the black toddler is seen holding the female police officer's neck. This child was lost during the violent riots in Philadelphia, wandering around barefoot in an area that was experiencing complete lawlessness, the union said in both social media posts that have since been deleted. The only thing is Philadelphia police officer cared about in the moment was protecting this child. We are not your enemy, the union added. We are the thin blue line, and we are the only thing standing between order and anarchy. The incident took place on a night of protest in Philadelphia, where demonstrators confronted officers over the police murder of Walter Wallace Jr. On Tuesday, 28-year-old Rakia Young borrowed her sister's car to pick up her 16-year-old nephew from a friend's house. She also brought her two-year-old son, hoping the car ride would lull him to sleep. While she was driving home, she came upon police and protesters. She attempted to turn around when Philadelphia officers surrounded her vehicle, shattered the windows, and pulled Young and her nephew out of the car. It's propaganda, her attorney Riley H. Ross III told the Post. Using the kid in this way to say this kid was in danger 
and the police were only there to save him when the police actually caused the danger. That little boy is terrified because of what the police did. A video was taken of the incident, which also shows officers taking the toddler from the back seat. When the woman who recorded the event, April Rice, told the Philadelphia Inquirer that seeing the cops grab the baby was surreal and traumatic, police temporarily detained Young, who had to be taken to the hospital due to a head injury and bruises. One of her lawyers, Kevin McKinney, also told the publication her face was bloodied and she looked like she had been beaten by a bunch of people on the street. She was separated from her son for hours. Young's teenage nephew was also hurt during the incident, and Young's son was hit on the forehead, leaving a bump. Young asked her mother to find her son, eventually discovering him in the back of a police cruiser with shards of glass from the SUV's window still in his car seat. The Philadelphia Police Department told the Post that its internal affairs has launched a probe into the matter. Young was released without charges. Blessings and strength to Rakia Young, her 16-year-old nephew, and her 2-year-old son. Keep them lifted up in your prayers. Moving forward to NBCNews.com. Delta adds 460 passengers who refuse masks to a no-fly list. Delta said, wearing masks is among the simplest and most effective actions we can take to reduce transmission and banned 460 mask-refusing customers. The Atlanta, Georgia-based airline and many other United States-based carriers began to require non-vented fabric face coverings during flights in May. Non-vented fabric as face coverings. Moving forward to France24.com, Slovakia to test entire population for coronavirus in Global First. Slovakia on Saturday begins a program to screen its entire population for coronavirus with antigen tests in what would be a Global First, but critics have said that the plan is poorly thought out. Some 45,000 medical workers, army and police, are being deployed to carry out the test in the EU member state of 5.4 million people, collecting swabs at around 5,000 testing points. The world will be watching, Prime Minister Igor Matovic said earlier this week, adding that the measure would save hundreds of lives. Antigen tests give quick results, sometimes within minutes but are not seen as being as reliable as the PCR test, for which nasal swabs have to be sent to a lab for analysis. Participation in the testing is not mandatory, but anyone who is not able to produce a negative test certificate, if stopped by the police, could get a heavy fine. Moving forward to pledgetimes.com, Lukashenko ordered security officials to rip off protesters' hands. Against the backdrop of ongoing protests in Belarus, President Lukashenko publicly threatened demonstrators and everyone who does not support the existing government that the security forces would act more harshly, the agency reports. According to Lukashenko, 
The authorities have nowhere to retreat. We endured. I immediately indicated, there are red lines, and God forbid someone will cross them. They step over them in many directions. I spoke about this. Therefore, those who today go to the railway, those who hang fascist banners on power lines, in a word, those who today are trying to destroy and destabilize the infrastructure of the state should know. From today, especially in the apartments of citizens which they are hiding, we, we do not take anyone prisoner, said Lukashenko. He also added, if someone touches a soldier, he must leave at least without hands. He should leave at least without hands. It should be reminded that protests in Belarus have been continuing with varying intensity since August 10th. During the rallies, the security forces severely detained protesters and journalists. Lukashenko is trying with all his might to retain power, using not only the power of riot police. Thus, on October 29th, Belarus closed its borders to its citizens returning from abroad. Problems arose on the border with Latvia, Lithuania, Poland, and Ukraine. Although the official reason was called the coronavirus, the media quoted Lukashenko as saying that he accused neighboring countries of interfering in the eternal affairs of Belarus. Moving forward to europol.europa.eu Targeting child trafficking, 388 arrested across Europe. More than 60 minors were identified as potential victims of human trafficking during joint action days. Europol, Portugal, Spain, and the United Kingdom coordinated a Europe-wide joint action day targeting child trafficking. The operation, also supported by Frontex, took place between the 5th and the 11th of October, 2020, and involved 12 countries. A wide range of law enforcement authorities, including police, immigration, and border control agencies, transport police, social assistance, and child protection services, and labor inspectorates participated in the joint action. The actions led to 388 arrests. 19 additional suspects identified, and 40 new investigations initiated. Overall, 249 potential victims of human trafficking were identified, 61 of which were confirmed to be minors, and the ages of 107 victims have not yet been determined. The involved national authorities focused on border crossings and main transport hubs to identify potential victims and suspects of human trafficking. Each country adapted the activities according to the forms of child trafficking which were nationally prevalent. Human traffickers target the most vulnerable groups and children are among them. Child trafficking remains, however, underreported. Minors are trafficked for sexual and labor exploitation. Criminals abuse children while forcing them to beg or commit crimes such as smuggling of illegal goods and petty crimes. Within the EU, children are mostly trafficked by their relatives. These criminal organizations, connected through large clan networks, 
operate in several countries and move the children on a rotational basis. They abuse them in sexual exploitation, forced begging, and forced criminality schemes. Trafficked minors from the non-EU countries are also often victims of migrant smugglers collaborating with adults who accompany the children while pretending to be their relatives or legal guardians. Participating countries were Austria, Belgium, Croatia, Cyprus, Germany, Lithuania, Portugal, Romania, Slovenia, Spain, the Netherlands, and the United Kingdom. Europol coordinated the action days and facilitated the information exchange between the participating countries. Europol provided analytical and operational support and facilitated the real-time exchange of communication between the participating authorities. Praise the Most High for saving children. And moving forward to NPR.org, Israel uses cover of United States election to destroy Palestinian homes, critics say. Israeli authorities demolished a rural Palestinian hamlet in the occupied West Bank Tuesday. Residents and right activists said more than 70 structures were destroyed, making it the largest single demolition in the past decade and the biggest forced displacement of Palestinians in the West Bank in over four years, the United Nations said. The statement said 73 people, including 41 children, lived in what it called a herding community. I am 99% sure this was taking advantage of the U.S. elections. There were no journalists around. Yasir Abu al-Kabash told resident to NPR. The 48-year-old shepherd said he had lived there all his life. They bulldozed everything, he said. Israel gave lower numbers for the structures destroyed. Kerbid Hamsa, also called Hamsa al-Bukai, was a small community in tents and shacks located in the Jordan Valley, the agricultural breadbasket of the West Bank that Palestinians claim for a future state. Israeli leaders have talked about seeking to permanently control the area for its strategic value because it borders Jordan. A demolition on this scale is extremely rare, said Amit Galutz of Bitslam, an Israeli human rights group that documents and opposes Israel's policies toward Palestinians. Everyone's attention is directed elsewhere. We're going to take a music moment and come back with technology, blessings, and grace. Truth and right in our system, yeah. Equal rights and justice for all. We need more truth and right in our system More peace and love for we children More equal rights for the people Call it the human rights We need more truth and right in our system More peace and love for we children More equal rights for the people Call it the human rights Change you need a change, we got to rearrange it People been fooled a very long time and we got to realize there's no more time wasting politics and politicians blind the people today make them lose themselves see them go astray yeah. we need more truth 
left and right in our system More peace and love for we children More equal rights for the people Call it the human rights My people get up, let the change start by you and I Teach the youth the truth, not about funny lie lie A better man for them is a better man for you A better man for I and I We need more truth and right in our system More peace and love for we children More equal rights for the people Call it the human rights We need more truth and right in our system More peace and love for we children
study from out of the amniotic violence Saga, my environment and I'm the product Got the blood of freedom fighters flowing deep in my karate I'm for my media feed, R.I.P.'s on IG So I'm camouflaging how I grieve my heart beating I'm on a minute on my sleeve I'm trapped between anguish and anger like wild creatures Daddy told me even you fight it, you die speechless That's why I bring the spirit of Ali through my speakers Power verse to people like trees and small cleavers So we ball a fist and keep chopping till we see Just they try to silence the movement before it started But it's a million voices screaming through our epiglottis From the students of Soweto to the ghettos and the projects We gon' keep pushing the needle till we practice
Blessings and grace, and welcome to Technology. I'll be starting off on Engadget.com. AI can detect COVID-19 by listening to your coughs. This could lead to a pre-screening app that you could use. MIT researchers have developed AI that can recognize forced coughing from people who have COVID-19, even if they're otherwise asymptomatic. The trick was to develop a slew of neural networks that can distinguish subtle changes indicative of the novel coronavirus's effects. One neural network detects sounds associated with vocal strength. Another listens for emotional states that reflect a neurological decline, such as increased frustration or a flat effect. A third network, meanwhile, gauges changes in respiratory performance. Throw in an algorithm that checks for muscular degradation, that is, weaker coughs, and it provides a more complete picture of someone's health. The AI is highly accurate in early tests. After the team trained its model on tens of thousands of cough and dialogue samples, the technology recognized 98.5% of coughs from people with confirmed COVID-19 cases. It identified 100% of people who were ostensibly asymptomatic too. There are clear limits. The technology isn't meant to diagnose symptomatic people as they might have other conditions that produces similar behavior. And while it's quite capable, you wouldn't want to use this for a definitive verdict on whether or not you're infected. This isn't a theoretical exercise though. The scientists are developing a user-friendly app that could be used As a pre-screening tool for the virus, you might only have to cough into your phone each day to determine if it's safe for you to head outside. The researchers even suggest this could put an end to pandemics if the tool was always listening in the background. Although, that's a big if when it would likely raise privacy issues. Moving forward to Wired.com, a new way to plug a human brain into a computer via veins. Electrodes threaded through the blood vessel that feed the brain let people control gadgets with their mind. On Wednesday, a team of scientists and engineers showed results from a promising new approach. It involved mounting electrodes on an expandable springy tube called a stent and threading it through a blood vessel that leads to the brain. It's test on two people. The researchers literally went for the jugular, running a stent-tipped wire up that vein in the throat and then into a vessel near the brain's primary motor cortex, where they popped the spring. The electrodes snuggled into the vessel wall and started sensing when the people's brains signaled their intention to move and sent those signals wirelessly to a computer via an infrared transmitter surgically inserted in the subject's chest. In an article published in the Journal of Neurointerventional Surgery, the Australian and United States researchers described how two people with paralysis due to amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, better known as Lou Gehrig's disease, used such a device to send texts and fool around online by brain control alone. They were able to send texts and fool around online 
using brain control alone. Self-expanding stent technology has been well demonstrated in both cardiac and neurological applications to treat other disease. We just use that feature and put electrodes on top of the stent, said Thomas Oxley, an interventional neurologist and CEO of Synchron, the company hoping to commercialize the technology. It's fully implantable. Patients go home in a couple of days, and it's plug and play. It took training once the subjects got home. The electrode-studded stent could pick up signals from the brain, but machine learning algorithms have to figure out what those signals, imperfect reflections of a mind at work, even under ideal conditions, actually represent. But after a few weeks of work, both patients can use an eye tracker to move a cursor and then click with a thought. The patients were able to use an eye tracker to move the cursor and then click with a thought using the implant. It doesn't sound like much, but that was enough for both of them to send text messages, shop online, and otherwise perform activities of digital daily life. The Food and Drug Administration hasn't approved what Oxley calls Stent Road for widespread use yet, and the company is still chasing funding for more tests, but these preliminary results suggest that it's a functioning brain-computer interface. A functioning brain-computer interface. The signal it receives isn't packed full of information. For now, all the Stent Road is picking up is one bit of information, either a telepathic mouse click or the absence of that click. But for some applications, maybe that's enough. There's been a lot of talk about data and channels, and really, what should matter is, have you delivered a life-changing product to the patient? Oxley says, just with the handful of outputs restored to the patient that they're in control of, we've got them controlling Windows 10. Moving forward, to technologyreview.com. AI that scans a construction site can spot when things are falling behind. Building sites in Europe are now using image recognition software made by BuildDots that flags up delays or errors automatically. Construction sites are vast jigsaws of people and parts that must be pieced together just so at just the right times. As projects get larger, Mistakes and delays get more expensive. The consultancy McKinsey estimates that on-site mismanagement costs the construction industry $1.6 trillion a year. But typically, you might ought to have five managers overseeing construction of a building with 1,500 rooms, says Ray Donnan, founder and CEO of British-Israeli startup BuildDots. There is no way a human can control that amount of detail. Dannon thinks that AI can help. Bill Dots is developing an image recognition system that monitors every detail of an ongoing construction project and flags up delays and errors automatically. It is already being used by two of the biggest building firms in Europe, including UK construction giant Waits and a handful of large residential builds. Construction is essentially a kind of manufacturing, said Dannon. If high-tech factories now use AI to manage their processes, why not construction sites? 
AI is starting to change various aspects of construction, from design to self-driving diggers. Some companies even provide a kind of overall AI site inspector that matches images taken on site against a digital plan of the building. Now, BuildDots is making that process easier than ever by using video footage from GoPro cameras mounted on the hard hats of workers. When managers tour a site once or twice a week, the camera on their head captures video footage of the whole project and uploads it to an image recognition software, which compares the status of many thousands of objects on site, such as electrical sockets and bathroom fittings, with a digital replica of the building. The AI also uses the video feed to track where the camera is in the building to within a few centimeters so that they can identify the exact location of the objects in each frame. The system can track the status of around 150,000 objects several times a week, said Dannon. For each object, the AI can tell which of the three or four states it is in, from not yet begun to fully installed. Comparing the complete status of a project with its digital plan several times a week has also made a big difference during the COVID-19 pandemic. When construction sites were shut down, to all but the most essential on-site workers, managers on several BuildDot projects were able to keep tabs on progress remotely. But AI won't be replacing those essential workers anytime soon. Buildings are still built by people. At the end of the day, this is a very labor-driven industry, and that won't change, says Morris. Moving forward to nature.com. Can lab-grown brains become conscious? A handful of experiments are raising questions about whether clumps of cells and disembodied brains could be sentient and how scientists would know if they were. In Alassan Maturi's laboratory, hundreds of miniature human brains the size of sesame seeds float in petri dishes, sparking with electrical activity. These tiny structures, known as brain organoids, are grown from human stem cells and have become a familiar fixture in many labs that study the properties of the brain. Mutri, the neuroscientist at the University of California, San Diego, UCSD, has found some unusual ways to deploy his. He has connected organoids to walking robots, modified their genomes with Neanderthal genes, launched them into orbit aboard the International Space Station, and used them as models to develop more human-like artificial intelligence systems. Like many scientists, Mutri has temporarily pivoted to studying COVID-19, using brain organoids to test how drugs perform against the SARS-CoV-2 coronavirus. But one experiment has drawn more scrutiny than the others. In August 2019, Mortry's group published a paper in Cell Stem Cell, reporting the creation of human brain organoids that produced coordinated waves of activity, resembling those seen in premature babies. The waves continued for months before the team shut down the experiment. I reported on it in one of my older podcasts when that happened. But now we're here today. This type of brain-wide coordinated electrical activity 
is one of the properties of a conscious brain. The team's finding led ethicists and scientists to raise a host of moral and philosophical questions about whether organoids should be allowed to reach this level of advanced development, whether conscious organoids might be entitled to special treatments and rights not afforded to other clumps of cells, and the possibility that consciousness could be created from scratch. The idea of bodiless, self-aware brains was already on the minds of many neuroscientists and bioethicists. Just a few months earlier, a team at Yale University in New Haven, Connecticut, announced that it had at least partially restored life to the brains of pigs that had been killed hours earlier. By removing the brains from the pig skulls and infusing them with the chemical cocktail, the researchers revived the neurons, cellular functions, and their ability to transmit electrical signals. Other experiments, such as efforts to add human neurons to mouse brains, are raising questions, with some scientists and ethicists arguing that these experiments should not be allowed. The studies have set a stage for a debate between those who want to avoid the creation of consciousness and those who see complex organoids as a means to study devastating human diseases. Mortry and many other neuroscientists think that human brain organoids could be the key to understanding uniquely human conditions, such as autism and schizophrenia, which are impossible to study in detail in mouse models. To achieve this goal, Mutri says he and others need to deliberately create consciousness. To achieve this goal, Mutri says he and others might need to deliberately create consciousness. Researchers are now calling for a set of guidelines similar to those used in animal research to guide the human use of brain organoids and other experiments that could achieve consciousness. In June, the United States National Academy of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine began a study with the aim of outlining the potential legal and ethical issues associated with brain organoids and human-animal chimeras. The National Academy of Sciences and Engineering and Medicine began a study with the aim of outlining the potential legal and ethical issues associated with brain organoids and human-animal chimeras. The concerns over lab-grown brains have also highlighted a blind spot. Neuroscientists have no agreed way to define and measure consciousness. Without a working definition, ethicists worry that it will be impossible to stop an experiment before it crosses a line. Still, Martry and others say they would welcome some guidelines. This could include requiring scientists to justify the number of human brain organoids they use, to use them only for research that cannot be done in any other way, to restrict the amount of pain that can be inflicted on them, and to dispose of them humanely. Having such advice in place ahead of time would help researchers weigh up the costs and benefits of creating conscious entities. And many researchers stress that such experiments have the potential to yield important insights. There are truly conscious people out there with neurological disorders with no treatments, Lancaster said. 
if we did stop all of this research because of the philosophical thought experiment, she adds, that would be very detrimental to actual human beings who do need some new treatment. Treatment could still, however, be tested in brain organoids made using mouse stem cells or in regular animal models. Such experiments could also inform discussions about the ethical use of human organoids. For instance, Ayun would like to see researchers compare the EEG patterns of mouse brain organoids with those of living mice, which might indicate how well human organoids recapitulate the human brain. For his part, Maltry sees little difference between working on a human organoid or a lab mouse. We work with animal models that are conscious, and there are no problems, he says. We need to move forward, and if it turns out they become conscious, to be honest, I don't see it as a big deal. So there is currently a debate about creating consciousness. Moving forward to interestingengineering.com, Tunusian startup 3D prints bionic arms running on solar. The engineer behind the project was inspired by eight-year-old boy. 28-year-old Tunisian electrical and electronics engineer Mohamed Dahoufi decided to be the change when he met an eight-year-old boy in a local Tunisian hospital. The boy didn't have one of his hands at one of his legs who had lost them to an electric shock. That's when Dayoufi and his teammates started to work on a bionic hand for all. Founding the startup called Cure Bionics, the team came up with a 3D printed bionic arm charged by solar power. The arm socket is adjustable with a turning wrist to be applicable with children's arms as they grow fast. The prosthetic hand is also controlled with muscles, which eliminates the surgical processes to connect with the human body. The young CEO reportedly designed the first prototype, which is still under development by his team. When he was a student in École Nationale des Engineers de Seuss, one team member had a cousin who was born without a hand and whose parents couldn't afford a prosthetic, especially as she was still growing up, he said. The bionic arm can be customized whenever the user needs it so. Thanks to the removable covers, the sensor attached to the arm detects muscle movement, along with AI-based software. Cure Bionics also enables the users to select the colors, shapes, and designs to customize their covers the way they want. We also a therapeutic solution that uses virtual reality and gamification, allowing them to get rehabilitation, but also training on how to use their future prosthetics, the website reads. At Cure, we believe superheroes don't wear capes, but prosthetics. Moving forward to digitaltrends.com, how a hyperrealistic robo-dolphin is paving the way for animatronic aquariums. That could be the future of marine parks, and it's one that San Francisco-based engineering company Edge Innovation wants to help make science reality instead of science fiction. The results, he said, are impressive. The robotic dolphin weighs 550 pounds and is 8.5 feet long and has realistic skin that's made of medical-grade silicone. It has enough battery to swim for 8 to 10 hours on a single charge and shows impressively dolphin-like behavior in everything from its curiosity when it encounters an object of interest to its movement 
and the tendency to surface four times a minute in order to breathe. The dolphin can operate in two modes, an exhibition mode in which it swims around exploring its environment, and a show or education mode in which it can be controlled by an animator with a joystick. One of the things its AI does is to ensure that it maintains and holds buoyancy at all times. That's a big deal for a 560-pound underwater remote-operated vehicle that just happens to be powered with fins and rudders instead of a propeller, Holtzberg said. The robot costs between 3 and $5 million. Holtzberg acknowledges that this is pricey, but it also points out that over time, the cost works out in favor of the machine mammal. The cost of acquisitions for an animatronic creature versus real-life creatures is significant at the onset, he said. It costs a whole lot more to develop and train and utilize an animatronic animal than a real one. But over 10 years, when you consider the animal husbandry, feeding, water circulation, temperature control, waste disposal, veterinarian bills, etc., for a real-life animal, things change. Over a decade-long cycle, over three large attractions in three aquariums, it makes the animatronic choice far, far, far more cost-effective. Our goal at the highest level is not to make this industry go away, but to help them reimagine the way they do their entertainment and their education, he said. Moving forward to techexplore.com, transparent solar cells could bring a new era of personalized energy. Solar power has shown immense potential as clean source of energy. Now scientists in Korea have presented an innovative design for the development of high-power, transparent solar cell. This innovation is a step toward the goal of a sustainable green future with off-the-grid living. To this end, researchers from Icheon National University, Republic of Korea, came up with an innovative design for a metal oxide-based TPV device. They inserted an ultra-thin layer of silicon between two transparent metal oxide semiconductors with the goal of developing an efficient TPV device. These findings were published in a study in nanoenergy, which was made available online on August 10, 2020. Professor Jun Dong Kim, who led the study, explains, Our aim was to devise a high-power-producing transparent solar cell by embodying an ultra-thin film of amorphous silicon between zinc oxide and nickel oxide. This novel design, consisting of the silicon film, had three major advantages. First, it allowed for the use of longer wavelength light. Second, it resulted in efficient photon collection. Third, it allowed for faster transport of charged particles to the electrodes. Moreover, the design can potentially generate electricity even under low-light situations, for instance, on cloudy or rainy days. The scientists further confirmed the power-generating ability of the device by using it to operate the DC motor of a fan. Based on these findings, the research team is optimistic that the real-life applicability of this new TPV design will soon be possible. Professor Kim says, We hope to extend the use of our TPV design to all kinds of material, right from glass buildings to mobile devices like electric cars, smartphones, and sensors. Additionally, the team is preparing to take their design to the next level by using innovative materials such as 2D semiconductors, nanocrystals of metal oxides, 
and sulfide semiconductors. Professor Kim says, Our research is essential for a sustainable green future, especially to connect the clean energy system with no or minimal carbon footprint. Moving forward to space.com. Mysterious superpowerful blasts of radio waves, once seen only outside the galaxy, have for the first time been detected within the Milky Way. New studies find. In addition, scientists have traced these outbursts back to a rare kind of dead star, known as a magnetar. The strongest magnets in the universe, for the first time. Fast radio bursts, or FRBs, are intense pulses of radio waves that can release more energy in a few thousands of a second than the sun does in nearly a century. Scientists only discovered FRBs in 2007, and because the bursts are so fast, astrophysicists still have many questions about them and their sources. Scientists have dozens of theories about the causes of fast radio bursts from colliding black holes to alien starships. Many theories suggest the bursts originate from neutron stars, which are the corpses of stars that died in catastrophic explosions known as supernovas. We're going to take a music moment and come back with Herbnology. Blessings and grace. Chatters roots, radics, reggae, rockers Unite the nation and we burn out slackers Roots, radics, reggae, rockers Truth we speak, don't feel we are chatters Reggae put in a trance, drum and bass make you dance And taking you closer to your soul Couldn't play you one time, gone now with a boom down the land And rocking every radio show Conversations from the beat selector put it on repeat and let the music take control. Like a paper to the pen, we feed to the concrete. We jam it all night. Oh, adjust the roots, radics, reggae, rockers. Unite the nation and we burn out slackers. The roots, radics, reggae, rockers. Truth we speak, don't feel we are chatter. Real music in your ways and you select a them sharp. Sing in a deep place with a impress in your mind. Music is that thing we put feelings in your heart. Play a instrumental, make we listen to the art. Three o'clock when no one is squad, you want lock it off. Buy him around a drink and make a impress like him off. Jamaica have the vibes, make people travel from far. Rastafari are the savior and the whole are we are Yeah, just the roots, radics, reggae, rockers. Unite the people and we burn out slackers. The roots, radics, reggae, rockers. Action pop, don't feel we are chatters. The roots, Love, justice, freedom, liberation 
Reggae music is the healing of the nation. Clean your thoughts and try not to do wrong. Temptation high wall affirm my meditation. Search yourself for the greatness inside you. Listen that divine voice and follow true. The rewards of my people is overdue. Reparation we are take a good one. Serotics, reggae, rockers Unite the nation and we burn out slackers A root, serotics, reggae, rockers Truth we speak, don't feel we are chatters A root, serotics, reggae, rockers Unite the nation and we burn out slackers A root, serotics, reggae, rockers Truth we speak, don't feel we are chatters A root, Diamond. 
That's why I throw it up like the Heimlich. I'm just maneuvering on the serpent's head. Sweat I tread on the skull of my enemies. And I'm quadrupling anything that I touch. If it's milk and honey, dummy, I'm the honeybee buzzing. You can see the pure pollination. Need G's like Masons and the Haven. For these beats, I freak on the daily. I lose sleep putting feet to the pavement and grinding. Like a power two or X, refining. Everything I do on wax. My time is knitting. I refuse to lack the shine which only a diamond can match bling bling you'd be surprised how many people get out their car and help you push your car if they see you pushing your car you know what i'm saying a lot of good people have seen us like moving it was like y'all want to be a part of the move and so many people be like man how you afford all that and like bro most of the people that i move with they wholeheartedly believe in my vision We come from where most don't break free We had to learn why cage birds sing But we fly, even though they poison the sky We don't cry, we gon' take our piece of the
Blessings and Grace, and welcome to Herbnology. Today I'll be focusing on homemade disinfectant spray recipes. Simple Natural Disinfectant is a perfect multi-purpose spray that you can use on almost any and all surfaces and makes a great glass cleaner. Avoid using this cleaner on marble and granite as the acid in the vinegar may leave marks. The first recipe is one and one quarter cup water, a quarter cup white vinegar, a quarter cup vodka, and 15 drops of peppermint or lemon essential oil. Again, that's one and a quarter cup water, a quarter cup of vinegar, white vinegar, a quarter cup of vodka. You can get the cheapest vodka the store has and 15 drops of peppermint or lemon essential oil. And natural floor cleaning disinfectant is two cups of warm water, a half a cup of white vinegar, a quarter cup rubbing alcohol, three drops dish soap, and five to ten drops of essential oil of choice, such as tea tree oil. Combine all ingredients in a large bowl and stir. Once mixed, pour the natural disinfectant into a plastic spray bottle and shake well before use. Spray on any floor that requires cleaning and wipe up the solution with a mop. A natural disinfectant spray recipe is three-quarter cup borax, one cup white vinegar, 10 drops lavender essential oil, and 5 drops lemon essential oil. Again, that's 3 quarter cup borax, 1 cup of white vinegar, 10 drops of lavender essential oil, and 5 drops of lemon essential oil. Pour all the ingredients into a squirt bottle and shake to combine. Spray the disinfectant and let it sit for 10 minutes before wiping it with the cloth. If you're using it as a toilet cleaner, let it sit for a few hours before using a toilet brush to scrub the interior and flush to rinse. And this natural disinfectant spray uses the antifungal and antibacterial powers of essential oils like tea tree to kill germs and prevent bacteria from taking over. It's perfect for yoga mats, exercise equipment, and any other surface that attracts bacteria. The recipe is three quarters cup of water a quarter cup of witch hazel, 10 drops of tea tree essential oils, and 5 drops of eucalyptus essential oil. Again, the do-it-yourself natural disinfectant spray recipe is 3 quarter cup of water, 1 quarter cup of witch hazel, 10 drops of tea tree essential oil, and 5 drops of eucalyptus essential oil. Fill a spray bottle with the ingredients and tighten the lid. Shake well to ensure all elements are combined. Spray on any surface that needs disinfecting and then wipe clean. Be sure to shake the solution before uses as the oil separates. You can also make homemade, natural, disinfecting wipes. And the recipe is, you have one cup of filtered water, one cup of distilled white vinegar, a half a cup of alcohol, 15 drops lemon essential oil, 8 drops of lavender essential oil, 4 drops of bergamot essential oil, and 1 mason jar, and 15 to 20 pieces of pre-cut cloth or small washcloths. Combine all ingredients in a wide mouth glass mason jar or something similar. Replace lid and swirl to combine. 
Press the pre-cut cloth or washcloths in the jar until all fabric is wet with disinfectant liquid. Replace the cover and store in a dark space. To use the disinfectant wipes, pull out a cloth when needed and squeeze out the excess liquid. Use on any glass, stainless steel, tile, linoleum, or porcelain surface. When finished, place the used cloth in the laundry. These natural disinfecting spray recipes and cleaning tips will have your house looking cleaner than ever. The gentle natural ingredients are perfect for worry-free cleaning without having to break the bank. With these recipes, your home will not only be free of harmful chemicals, but you'll also be taking steps to be kinder to the environment. Always look to the nature of the Most High first for your first line of defense. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and grace. Once sick and tired of being sick and tired. Now just tired and it's sick, twisted. And it's a doggone shame cats wanna complain but don't wanna do shit. It's about as hot as it gets. Mercury rising, Celsius tips the breaking point and I'm wondering when is Oz gonna come? Time done went and gone. Slave ships, slave whips, Jim Crow patience, but we still hold no like a security blanket. Pull the wool over our own eyes. See no, hear no, speak no injustices, it's suicide. Pass the Dutch upon the left hand side. Pass the ballot or the bullet, it's why I guess we pass the passion for our own lives. Crucified. Lest it's a diamond encrusted Jesus piece, then we're crossing our T's, dotting the eyes, begging for salvation, but please. You look so stupid when you cry. Left hand clenched high in a fist. Right hand behind the back. Fingers twisted in a secret wish to put you out your misery. You are wine for help. But ain't nobody got time to beg you to be a better human being for self. Ignorance is no excuse. Everybody want to be cool, but apathy ain't cute. You'll soon find out when they're choosing for you. And when they do, the line will be drawn cross colors. You'll be reaching out for the hand of somebody who looks just like you, but he don't identify as your brother. It'll be survival the fittest. The richest percentage shed crumbs for the others to get it. And that should be a tragedy, but the struggle is so sexy to you. Admit it. Forget it. Perhaps they did it. Succeeded in confusing you out your spirit, your will to live, but see, I ain't with it. I'll fight tooth and nail, blood, sweat, and spit, even if I'm the only one in it. To prove a point, a point to the proven finish that the pen is mightier than the sword. The word is mightier than the gimmick. The gimmick is fear, and that's all they've had to defeat us, but I fear no man, and that freedom has no limits. I put my faith forth in actions, even if only to honor my lineage. Cause see, once we were sick and tired of being sick and tired, now we just tired. And that's sick. 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 Wait, wait, Bless. Follow the vibes of the universe. Open up your third eye and don't go blind. So divine, so high. Give thanks for life. Give thanks, give thanks, give thanks, give thanks for life. I give thanks for life. For life. I give thanks for life. La dum dee dum da dum dee. 
It is time you open up that metaphysical grave that had been dug for you, the part of you, the spark that lays buried. That is what's going to open you up. That's what's going to give you the ability to escape. Escape your metaphysical mind. Sings and grace. And welcome to the metaphysics of the moment. I'll be starting off with the Hebrew word Gomorrah. It means overbearing, material force, tyranny, oppression. A city of the plain, with Sodom it was destroyed by fire and brimstone, rained upon it by Jehovah out of heaven. Genesis 19.24 Gomorrah, metaphysically, a state of mind in man that is adverse to the law of spirit, It is submerged in sense and is very tyrannical in nature. The Hebrew word Sodom, burning, consuming with fire, conflagration, secret intrigues, hidden wiles, covered conspiracies, place of bitumen or lime, one of the cities of the plain in which Lot lived for a time. It was destroyed later by fire because of its wickedness, Genesis 13, 12, 18, 20, and 19, 29. Metaphysically, Sodom, secret intrigues, hidden wiles, represents a concealed or obscure thought or habit of man. Gomorrah, tyranny, material force, signifies a state of mind that is adverse to the law of spirit. These wicked cities of the plain are located within man, and before he can come into a realization of the promised Son, or Christ, he must consent to the thorough purification of his consciousness from the sins that Sodom and Gomorrah represent. This purification is by fire, and it must be complete. We try hard to save some of our sense thoughts and secret habits. We have indulged them so long and our ancestors before us did likewise, beyond the memory of man, that we cannot help thinking that there is some good in them. And Abraham drew near and said, Wilt thou consume the righteous with the wicked? Peradventure, there are fifty righteous within the city. Wilt thou consume and not spare the place for the fifty righteous that are therein? The Lord agreed to spare the place for the fifty righteous to be found in it. And Abraham begged that it be spared if forty-five righteous be found, which was consented to, then forty, then thirty, then twenty, until he got down to ten. But there were not even ten righteous, and the city had to be destroyed. Sodom symbolizes the lowest form of sense-desire in the procreative center. Sodom was the southernmost of the four cities in the Vale of Siddim, that were destroyed by fire. The Dead Sea exists where they were. Sodomy is to this day an almost unmentionable sin, yet the spiritually-minded Abraham maintained to the last that there was some good in it. The tendency to plead for the good in sense habits is characteristic of man's development. Error 
must be wholly wiped out of consciousness. And the sooner we accept the divine law in full, the sooner shall we arrive at the door of the kingdom. Do not hold to your so-called natural functions as divine. There are great mysteries in human consciousness. The race has gone through strange experiences and wonderful revelations come to those who get beneath the surface of things. Turn your back resolutely on all forms of sense thought and you will gradually discern the light that shines within the light. Under divine guidance, the demoralization that mere animalism has produced must be purified through the descent of the fires of spirit. This is what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah. The Hebrew word Talmud, it means oppressor, oppressed, wronged, violent oppression, violated, despoiled, captive, a porter in the house of God, 1 Chronicles 9.17. Some of his descendants returned with him from Babylonian captivity, Ezra 2.42. He kept watch at the gates, Nehemiah 11.19. Talmud, metaphysically, a thought activity on guard at the gate or door of the consciousness, a porter in the house of God who kept watch at the gates. This thought activity is of the old established religious thoughts and is not open to the real Christ truth. Since it is of a tyrannical and violent character, this tends to keep the individual in bondage to old ideas and conditions. Instead of aiding him, to become truly free from limited beliefs and their results in the outer world. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. While the porters or thought activities within us that guard the door of our consciousness must be of a positive character to keep out error thoughts and invite true ideas, there should be nothing of personal force, anger, or tyranny about them. The word spoken in love, faith, and the true Christ power suffices. The Hebrew word aramaka, it means high pressure, high compression, exalted, oppression, high exhaustion, high depression. A country to the north of Israel, 1 Chronicles 19.6. This name is applied to the part of Syria that is hemmed in by the mountains. Aramaka, metaphysically a much depressed state of consciousness that is the outcome of oppressing, tyrannical thoughts. These thoughts work against the spiritual good of the individual. They aid the wild, uncultivated, undisciplined, and sensuous thoughts in an attempt to overcome the true spiritual thoughts and so gain dominion over the whole man. Maka means compressed, depressed, worn, and it signifies thoughts of an oppressing and depressing character. The children of Ammon, when they saw that they had made themselves odious to David, hired chariots and horsemen out of Aramaca to fight against Israel. The Hebrew word Azarel, whom God has bound, vow with God, fettered by God, oath-bound, son of Jehilel, of the tribe of Judah, 1 Chronicles 4.16, Azarel, metaphysically, a certain restriction of error 
and consciousness of the purely selfish and personal. This is a result of consecration to God. The Hebrew word Abel Beth Ma'aka, it means meadow of the house of Ma'aka, meadow of the house of oppression, a city of Nephtali, 1 Kings 15.20, 2 Kings 15.29, and 2 Chronicles 16.4, it's called Abel Ma'im. Metaphysically, Abel means meadow. A meadow is a grassland and is generally used to provide grass and hay for domestic animals, principally horses, cattle, and sheep. These animals symbolize the physical strength and the natural vital forces of the human organism. Able, therefore, stands for a substance state of consciousness by which the animal forces of the body are sustained. Nephitali refers to the strength center in man. This center is located in the region of the kidneys, whose office is to eliminate certain watery elements from the blood. Beth means house, and makah means oppression, depression, or pressed down, worn. Abel Beth Ma'aka, meadow of the house of oppression, a city of Nephitali, therefore signifies the way down, worn out feeling that we experience when our strength has been given over to the physical and our substance has been dissipated through sense activity. When this condition obtains, the whole vitality is lowered. The depression usually strikes first at the pit of the stomach, the substance, center, and consciousness. Abel Beth Ma'aka also was called Abel Ma'im, meadow of waters. Water symbolizes an unstable, changing element in consciousness. Water often stands for a cleansing quality also, so the substance in our organism must be cleansed, uplifted, and transmuted, changed into its original spiritual essence before it becomes stable and abiding. The metaphysical meaning, overcome the world, to correct thoughts that fall short of the divine ideal. The metaphysical meaning of overcomer, one who recognizes the truth of his being and is renewing his mind and body and affairs by changing his thoughts from the old mortal beliefs to the new as he sees them in divine mind. He demonstrates the divine law, not only in surface life, but in inmost consciousness. Spiritual power, mastery, and dominion are attained by the overcomer. He that overcometh, I will give to him to sit down with me in my throne. Revelations 3.21 And the metaphysical meaning of overcoming, gaining superiority, winning, through thought mastery, through thought mastery, since man is overcome. The victorious thought of love defeats the thoughts of hate and fear. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. John 16.33 Spiritual overcoming, dealing with the problems of life in spiritual understanding and demonstrating over-error through the keeping of spiritual laws, thereby expanding on the I Am 
as a stance against techno-totalitarianism. We're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace. Had to survive living in the light. Have to stay alive living in the light. Had to survive living in the light. Hold the beat, stop the beat, drop the beat.
like to thank you for joining me for another offering of beautiful love, awake and aware. I'd like to take a moment to show love to the frequency that accompanies me. The music, Cherie Hicks, a song for you, Havana Latin Jazz Remix, Soho, Paul Joey, Hot Music, Ziggy Funk, featuring Taliwa, What You Afraid Of, Karen Wheeler, Living in the Light, Echo Deep, Taos War Dance, Soul and Luna, Babylon, Miss Ryan Nicole, Outro, Call Me Like Fourth, Beyonce, Survivor, Sick Kick Trap Version, Toby Inwigway, Cage Birds, Azza Lineage, Roots Radix, Blout, Jazz Rap, J Period, Soldiers, Featuring Dead Prez, Sarah, and Maimuna Youssef, Black Omolo, Truth and Rights, Yasin Bey, Peculiar Mathematics, Oshun, Protect Yourself, Featuring Proda, Prince the Artist, Giving Advice About the Internet, Selah Israel, Prayer for Our Enemies, Bodhisattva, Featuring KB Momosadi, Reach from the Heart, Donny Hathaway, We Need You Right Now, Lord, Christine Miller, Ja Plan for We, The Whitefield Brothers, Featuring Bachka, Earthology, Sarak, Demon Destroyer, Ja Nine, New Race, Away, Featuring Akala, Remember That You Are Water. Cry, cleanse, flow. Remember that you are fire. Burn, tame, ignite. Remember that you are air. Be still, focus, decide. Remember that you are earth. Ground. Build. Give. Be you till full love so that you can rise and ascend. Blessings, grace, love, and strength to all. Thank you.
Soul Music. 